Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We have so much NFL action to talk about here on Down the Wire. Week 6 has happened, and let me tell you, the games were disappointing. But that doesn't mean the news stops rolling in. Let's get at it. Down the Wire. I'll be like, shoot, sunset on the beach. Make me want to pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you. And we are here with episode 37, Down the Wire, baby. Uh, dude, look at this hoodie. You see it? Uh, move it to your, across your body a little more. Now back it up. What is this? Is it a shark? Yeah. An orca? It, it, uh, it says it's a shark. I mean, it definitely looks more whale-like, but dude. I Yeah, that's a cool one. Mouth. It does oh, go all man. the way around there. Probably, that is, it's probably terrible, but uh, yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah, dude, thirty-seven oh episodes now, thirty-seven straight weeks. It's just our sixth week of NFL football, but we are loving every second of it. I think you guys are loving what we're doing here too now. But this week was a little bit of a buzzkill. This was that week six lull. It was a lull more. We're destined for one of these weeks. Yeah, it happens every year. Yeah. Like a 17th week. We're probably going to get one more. Oh, yeah. That's fine. More football. This is bonus football. This is OT football week. Absolutely. Like, there there was a couple games that got your juices flowing, but for the most part, a lot of the games, you know, we were saying last week, is it, like, really going to be all these road victories throughout the whole thing? And it was just because those were the better teams for a lot of cases where the games weren't very hard to call. Yeah, super lopsided on the overall, like, ooh, uh, which one is the bad team? <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious. But um, all in all, I was still enjoying it. There was still good games, at least uh, good games in each of the sessions. And there right? was good the, things to see games. in each game as well, too. You know, there was cool things happening, at least. When there is those blowouts, it's usually because someone's having a crazy game or something like that anyway. So that always makes it a little more fun to watch. But 
We usually start off with Thursday night, but I remembered that we didn't talk about Monday night last week to start the show. So should we talk about Monday night football just a little bit to say that the Ravens came back on the Colts? Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, they got super lucky. The Colts definitely should have won that game. And uh, womp womp. Well, Lamar played MVP level. Lamar was just unstoppable. And he translated into a good game for his team this week, but didn't play nearly as well as he did last week. That was his put him back in the MVP race game. Yeah, I mean, Lamar went wild uh, on that Monday nighter, and uh, it's always good to see good Lamar, right? Like, I should say, not just good Lamar, because we pretty much always see good Lamar. It's good to see excellent Lamar. Like, he's better than great, and when he plays in those MVP-type modes, man, it sure gets your football juices flowing. <laughs> You're right, okay. and uh, But, honestly... Lamar Jackson is so different at the position, and he's going to be, he's got so much ahead of him, but you don't know how long his career can be at that level of talent and production. But we can segue this into Thursday night now. The Ageless Wonder, 44, 45 years old. I don't even know. I feel like he gets older every week. They tell me he's another year older every week. But Tom Brady. Did you just say? Did you just say he, you think he, you feel like he gets older every week? Because that is a true statement. Well, I mean, like I feel like he's older. a year older every week. They're always <laughs> telling me, like, oh, oh he's now forty nine years old playing the position, as opposed to what he just was forty two. Like, what? What do you mean? How is he always there? But Tom Brady, regardless, whatever, continues to just. Amaze everyone, week in and week out. And I don't know why we're surprised anymore, because now it's just something we should expect. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It doesn't matter. And his team is absolutely loaded around him now. And I'm I'm forgetting, did the Jaguars cut Leonard Fournette, or did they trade him? They cut him, right? Uh, I want to say they cut him. They cut yeah. him, right? What a bunch of idiots, okay? That's why that team is such a dumpster fire. They just well, gave okay, up. Okay, to, their, to their they didn't just, like, outright cut him. He wanted to be traded, and there were no takers for him, if I remember correctly. And he was washed up in Jacksonville. Not uh, overall, but in Jacksonville, he wasn't anything. He had very meh if not below average numbers and uh it it was time for him to get out of that city for obvious reasons because duval blows apparently um i think the bucks have bounced back really nice since that rams loss uh you knew tom brady was going to channel that as well the defense is still a little shaky but they looked pretty good against the Eagles, and Jalen Hurts just wants to pass every single time for some reason, even though he's better if the team just runs the ball. I don't understand what Nick Sirianni is doing. We should have knew as soon as that press conference with him came out that he was going to be rough in Philadelphia, 
but he's actually impressing me more than I expected from him. I just don't like Jalen Hurts. I mean, he didn't have a good game at all either against them. Where are the Eagles at? Are they three and two or two and three? Um, the Eagles are. I just had it right here. After this, they are now. Because either way, either way, I'd be pretty impressed. They're two and four. They're two and four. Sorry, two and four. Um, two and four for that Eagles team. It, given where we are, where we are at in the season is impressive you have to give them some credit yeah right? but they they don't want they they don't want to use the run game at all they miles sanders carried the ball nine times and the only other person to carry the ball was jalen hurts yeah that's uh what is going on what's going on with there well, i don't understand why they love him that much you can't tell me that i can be wrong about jalen hurts but he is not the guy like that for them you know what i mean well yeah, but at the same point, I think that is more on, like you said, Nick Sirianni trying to make a statement for himself coming into the league, right? And he, he got a lot of flack when, when he was hired. Like, this is the guy taking over our beloved Philadelphia Eagles when, you know, we all know that Philly hates their football team with a burning passion despite, you know, them selling out and blah, but. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think that it's him trying to be aggressive by doing all the passing and yada, 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 rather than settling it down on the ground, because it, it really seems like that has been a resurgence in the NFL altogether is the ground game. Uh, you know, we can talk about that at length going forward on the rest of these games, because a, a lot of the games were won you know, on the ground with the rushing attack. It's it's definitely been a huge part. And I think it's because they realize, like, time of possession is now even more, I think, thought of. We, we come from Mike McCarthy where time management didn't even matter, which I have such a great Mike McCarthy bit for when we talk about Cowboys later today, by the way. So get ready for that. <laughs> but I, I saw something that I just had to write down. But now you realize, like, with the teams like the Chiefs and the Buccaneers and the Rams and all these top-level teams, it's if you can control the ball against them, you have a chance to beat anyone in the league. And so the ground game is now coming back because you want to run that clock, have the ball as long as possible to put yourself in the best chance to win. So I don't know what Philly's doing right now. Because I expected the team to be worse, like you said. I thought they were worse. They are just not putting it together. They could be a lot better, I think, if Sirianni starts to either take a step back, rethink what he's doing with Jalen Hurts, because he's not the guy. I promise you he's not the guy. They should be in the market for a quarterback this offseason. And I don't know what happened with Antonio Brown. I don't know if he just found himself a new, like, personal trainer to ogle over and got his juices flowing in his groin. Because uh, dude went off for, what is it, 93 yards on nine receptions, not to mention a touchdown. Uh, because for some reason, Antonio Brown is just going to have either weeks where he puts up amazing fantasy points or he totally kills you for not benching him i don't know antonio brown that is a good one too i mean could be a sneaky comeback player 
Uh, speaking of getting the juices flowing and groins, let's move on to Dolphins-Jags, all right? Dude! What a game. Urban Meyer from, first of all, let's just set this straight right here. Urban Meyer, comeback of the week has to go to him because all the doo-doo he was in last week with after how he went to a bar and was maybe in some sort of altercation with a woman that may be deep altercation with a woman's hiney yes in fact that would probably be the correct phrasing of it but from being one of the guys who we had so heavily on the hot seat which he still is don't get me wrong but was being very much attacked to he wasn't even the most hated coach of the weekend last week anymore after what came out with john gruden we had very little touched up on it but as of uh what was it a couple days ago or was it yesterday when did he get fired was was it monday was it fired he resigned oh well he definitely got fired okay was told to resign but no longer the coach of the raiders anyway urban meyer to come back and get a w after your rough weekend and pretty much get right under the rug after that congratulations for you because that was a hell of a game for Jacksonville. They came back. Trevor Lawrence gets his first W. But I think the big story is now then, after Urban Meyer, Tua, not looking good, man. Not looking good for you if what you can't be. What are you talking about? What? First of all, first of all, Tua looked good. He was 33 for 47, had 329 yards with two touchdowns and an interception. Yeah, he lost to the Jaguars. You lost to the Jaguars. You lost to the Jaguars. Well, yeah, and that's an di- entirely different story. But Tua actually looked good. I am a little concerned that they threw the ball 47 times. Why, for whatever fucking reason, would you do that? Granted, they weren't exactly getting super crazy yardage on the ground. I mean, you had uh, Brown, their running back. He, Malcolm Brown was still getting you know 4.8 yards of carry. I think you could have ran a little bit more and killed the clock, but uh, I, I'm I'm still not sold on Tua. You know, I never really was a, a super big Tua guy, and um, I I will say this is probably one. Of, even though they lost, it's still one of the more impressive performances that I have personally seen by Tua. I really am enjoying watching James Robinson this season for Jacksonville uh, as a guy who I drafted with a lot of confidence to have another good season. He has been a very small, bright spot for Jacksonville, along with Jamal Agnew, who just wants to be a crazy playmaker anytime he has the ball in his hands. And we also finally got Trevor Lawrence going. Exactly. So now let's see what we can get. This is Jacksonville's... First of all, let's still be clear. Jacksonville has lost their last 20 straight games in America, okay? And to be fair, there's probably Uh, more fans in London. They They, did lose their last 20 games. That's what I mean. In in America. They're... they're, Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. It's it's London. Well, let's bring them back over to the the good old Yankee state, and we can see... uh, if they can continue, who do, who do they play next week? 
The Jaguars? Yeah. You you act like I know the Jaguars. The Seahawks with Geno Smith. That's going to be great. Oh, that's going to be must-watch. That's a 3 o'clock game. Yeah, I'm all in on that. That's probably one of their only 3 o'clock games, huh? Did I miss huh? this one? I'm, I think I missed writing this one down. For my Jaguars record. only have... Oh, my gosh. Jaguars have... They have a bye next week, actually. So they're not oh, going to okay. play. They're not going to play the next week. week. They play is, is Geno Smith. Yeah, they play they play the week after. But the Jaguars only have two more three o'clock games. The rest of their games are all at noon. Yikes. I mean, are you surprised? No, they they, they do not want them there. They do not want them on no, there. No, get them the hell off the goddamn airwaves. No one <sighs> wants to see anything by them. No. Alright, so let's get to the noon games. What noon game should we should we just start with Green Bay? I think that's yeah, an easy one know. to talk about. This was easy for Green Bay. I really was never in any fear of this game at all beforehand even when we were down by seven i knew that aaron Rodgers was going to turn it up against the bears he always does this against chicago even him yelling i still own you to the fans telling uh, them i still fucking own you yeah exactly he is such he, it's just art whenever he plays chicago he knows exactly what he's doing this was an easy game for the Packers. They knew they were going to win. Justin Fields plays scared. I don't like him right now in Matt Nagy's offense at all. I think Matt Nagy will be gone before Urban Meyer. I'm going to say that now. And I was really impressed with Khalil Herbert as well for taking over for Montgomery. So maybe they got a decent O-line to run for? Or, or is Herbert going to be something big now for them? Well, first of all, like give Fields some credit. He was trying to play aggressive, and uh, I, we also have to uh, admonish the bullshit interception uh, that Fields threw because it was a free play, and they did not call the offsides for whatever fucking reason. And don't get me wrong, we'll take it as Packers fans, but it was a BS call, right? Or rather, no call. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, I would. I would say yes. Yes. Probably. Yes. Go back and watch the damn tape. You know what? They didn't call anyone for tripping Aaron Rodgers for the last three weeks. We can get one offsides missed. All right. Thanks. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, he actually did throw that second interception uh, in the end zone. Right. Then they that, didn't call. That they waved that off. Right. So, that was an interception. Yeah. It, it, it did even itself out a little bit. Uh, really, the big thing to me was the absolute domination of that Packers run game. Uh, 76 yards from Aaron Jones and 59 by A.J. Uh, A. Dillon. Uh, not to mention, Rodgers even got in on it for uh, about 20 yards, too. That's a pretty insane uh, run game going on. And the more and more I see of A.J. Dillon, the more... I am happy with that second-round pick, and I was pretty high on it when they did it last year. Well, I'm I'm really – I told you. The Packers are a running team. They just don't know it. The problem is their best player is Devontae Adams. Like, he's 100% the best player on the team, so we want to get him the ball as much as we can. He only caught the ball four times. He still went for 90 yards. I mean, he was making plays whenever he had yeah. the ball. But the team is at its best – when those guys are running like that. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon 
are a very underrated duo. I think Aaron Jones is an underrated running back in the NFL in general with what he can do. Absolutely. What he can do in both the run and the pass game. Aaron Jones has to be a top five running back in the NFL. I think he is. And I think he's even higher than that. I think you could arguably make him a top three running back when you consider his contributions to the passing game. Because Aaron Jones might be one of the best uh, receiving running backs in the league. Well, and if you want to consider, like, McCaffrey's going to be out till week nine. So, you know, is he in that list when he's healthy? When is he healthy? No one's put... When? Well, when is he healthy? Well, and I I hope no one's putting Saquon Barkley over Aaron Jones anymore because that would just be completely wrong. And I hope that we understand that he is very criminally underrated in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers getting... Go for it. You know who else is... Like, this is going to sound like a ludicrous statement. You know who else is criminally underrated? NFL Twitter went absolutely bonkers uh when aaron uh sorry Devontae adams said that he is has cemented himself as the best wide receiver in the league and they're like what are you talking about blah 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 blah. look at this player look at this player which okay a lot of them were like d hop okay you know what i could give nuck some love as the best wide receiver you're wrong because it is Devontae adams but you know whatever but then you got dudes who are saying Scotty Miller. You have dudes who I argued with someone that said Nelson Aguilar is a better wide receiver than Devontae Adams. <laughs> That's just no no way he can be serious. There's mind. no way that guy can be serious. Dude, he tried to throw stats next to it. Like when you consider blah 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 dog. Stop it. Devontae Adams might be He's just so good with the ball in his hands. He gets open. He's one of the best players in the NFL, not just best receivers, honestly. Honestly. He is that good. Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to if Devontae's not playing week in and week out now? MVS, like, Alan Lazard caught a really easy touchdown this weekend. Congratulations. But that was just drawn up for him. I'm really impressed with the defense right now, too. I, I love Devondre Campbell still. He's all over the field all the time. And the team just looks like they're fitting to Joe Barry a little bit. Herbert had a nice day on the ground. And the run game wasn't always the best. But they had to, they forced him to pass. And the, they knew that Justin Fields wasn't going to be able to make the throws like that. You know what? And I, I'm going to have to uh, bite my tongue because... Uh, I'm wrong about Joe Barry. The, the the Packers are either in the top ten or uh, like near the top ten in pretty much all defensive categories. And uh, granted, you are getting some insane play out of Devondre Campbell and Kenny Clark. Mm-hmm. Who, Kenny Clark was monstrous yesterday too. Uh, I have to throw some love there as Two well. Two sacks for the big man. And they were impressive sacks. My, ooh, that's a statement. Yikes. <laughs> but they were. They were very, uh, they were athletic plays. They weren't just like some ones that he just happened to fall in on. There was that, that, I believe the second one, he was a good three, four yards away from Justin Fields and was able to snatch him and, and pull him down. Like, 
holy shit, man. Uh, and I, I, I think that right there is big time play right there. Uh, when you can see the growth of the Packers defense, uh, you get pretty impressed. Good spot right now for Green Bay, I think. think you're in a really good spot. Going to go off to Washington next week, play another new game. And a uh, noon game. I said new noon game. Uh, and Bears got to go out to Tampa. So it's not looking good. Not looking good at all. Um, but I'm really impressed so far with Green Bay. I'm worried that now that Aaron Rodgers is talking a lot of shit, I think he's going to leave. That's just my instinct. Because he's going to be like, fuck it. I never have to see these teams again or something like that. And go from there. But that's just that's just all here. gut. That's just all gut. Don't bring this negative energy in here. I'm excited for, I'm excited for what's going on right now. Do you want to pick the next game? Why don't you pick the next game? Hold on, quick rewind. I forgot to mention this with that Dolphins Jaguars game. Did you know that yesterday was the first game this season that the Jaguars kicked a field goal? Wow. I know. Completely random. Had to say it, but I had that in my notes and I totally forgot about it. Uh, let's go in the division and let's go with uh, the Packers last week's opponent uh, for the Packers, I should say. Cincinnati and Detroit. Mm, my my 21-pointer that I called. I I knew it. I, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Jamar and Chase. Jamar Chase was impressive. I believe that's who you had for your rookie of the year pick. Am I, I right? I'm telling yes, he, he looks very good right now. Ninety seven yards on four catches, man. Like holy shit. He's a big uh, play Chase machine with off. Joe Burrow. A big play machine. Yeah, dude. Joe Burrow also had two hundred and seventy yards and three touchdowns. I I mean he had that one beauty forty yard touchdown that came on a fourth and one in the third quarter man holy fuck uh, joe burrow is awesome he he looks really good i think if you're Bengals fans you got to be pretty impressed right now with how your season's starting too uh if you would have told me the Bengals were going to be four and two uh i probably would have thought that was a little crazy i didn't think they were going to be this good this quick Playoff team <sighs> they, they're fighting they're fighting Especially with seven, division right now. Especially with seven, they're fighting. They're they're in a good spot right now. That's uh, I mean, we're a third of the way through the season because we got eighteen weeks now, right? And they're four and two, sitting nice and dominating teams. They should dominate because the Lions look really bad this week. They were. This is. This they is were the bad. worst loss they've had. This is the worst loss they've had. They were pretty much shut out for a lot of this game, and they scored all their points right at the end. Um, but Jared Goff looking more like Jared Goof. Not not a pretty sight at all. Wonderful. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson gets involved a little bit, but a tight end can only do so much for you. Uh, yeah, well, Dan Campbell. They couldn't do anything. The Lions couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't stop anything on defense. And as much as we here on Down the Wire are pro-Dan Campbell, guys, uh, his hot seat is got to be burning up, right? The team sucks, though. It, it might be one of those the team sucks scenarios. Because, but I guess how many, you, you can't win two games and not get fired, right? 
Well, I mean, he... he oh, I don't know. I really don't know. It's his they first were, year. Those first, those first five weeks, they were playing so competitively. And this week, they laid... They laid an egg on their losing. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Like, that's that's fucking rough. <laughs> like, I, I like some of the weapons they have. I, I like Khalif Raymond, and I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I like Quintez Cephas, former Badger. Let's go. Uh, he's out. Right. Obviously, he didn't play. Uh, no, but, he's, like, he's like out for the season. He's done. You Cephas? You can't like him no more. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I I knew he didn't. I'm I knew he wasn't going to play. I didn't know. Did they put him on the IR or something? Or I'm almost certain he did. Damn, I missed that one. Well, that sucks. But at the end of the day, what I was getting at is all of those are pretty much number two options. They really don't have a number one guy to go to. They don't have a quarterback that they can rely on. The defense is atrocious. The Lions have claimed the title of worst team in the league right now as the only team without a win. It's not looking good for Dan Campbell at all, at all. Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm still not putting them as worst team in the league. I think there are plenty worse teams, even with ones that have wins. The Lions just have a brutal schedule. The NFC North has probably the hardest schedule overall, uh, having to play all of the AFC North and I believe uh, the West. You know, you know, an NFC West opponent, and what is it? The South is the other one. So like. The Lions are in deep doo-doo. Like, they have they, – they don't have a good uh, schedule going forward, an easy one. Um, now, what are the chances – give me percentage that Dan Campbell becomes the first player coach to go 0 and 16-17 as both a player and a coach? The Lions aren't going to lose every game because they're not they're not the worst. They aren't the worst team, but they are right now. They'll they'll win a game or two. Um they'll be in the bottom 3 for sure. I would say that the Lions to go 0 and 17, mind you now, for an extra game, it's probably 10%. All right. Well, okay, let's let's go do a quick glance over uh, the rest of their schedule, okay? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Here. I, I got it right here. Okay, go. Next week, Rams. Loss. Loss. <laughs> uh, no. You got the Eagles the week after. Eagles winnable game. Home. Winnable game. Eagles at home. That's Absolutely a winnable game. Absolutely a winnable game. Steelers at Pittsburgh. Oh, oh it's at Pittsburgh. It's a loss. But loss. that was in Ford Field. Again, that's a team... The Lions could so beat Pittsburgh. They could so beat them. Oh man, it's the only like the only one on their got, best uh, day. They got the uh, the Bears at home still, which they could definitely they could beat them there. They have to go to Denver. Uh, they have to go to Atlanta and go to Seattle. Hey, there is a couple games they can definitely win in there. Atlanta, you you never know. Their their leads are never safe. S- yeah. Seattle, we'll see what's up with Russell Wilson. Um, Seattle, that's uh, that's that's January second though. They they'll have Wilson back by then. I think. Right, but what if they're in a shit scenario? Like, do you want to bring Russell Wilson back and rush this injury or something kind of thing? Like, you never know. He this could because well, this, this is not rushing. It'll be January second. It's three months away. I'm just like, saying, like, if you go, if you, I'm telling you, Russell Wilson cannot afford to lose. They can't afford to lose. 
five straight games without Russ. They cannot. Their season then, will be uh, over. Then it's like Vikings, uh, Cardinals, oh, good God, um, Packers. 10% uh, chance. One in every 10 chimes, they maybe lose every game. But I'm telling you, I, I think I they're think fine. I think the best thing that they got going for them is that home game against the Eagles. I think that's the their most reliable percentage of victory. I can get behind that. Okay. Should we just finish the division out? Because I like the Panthers this season. I thought I did at least. And the Vikings are in our division. Yeah, yeah. All right. Vikings, Panthers. Vikings, Panthers. Womp womp. Dude, um, I'm going to hop off the Panthers train right now. I'm sorry I did that. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you hopping off the Panthers or are you hopping off Sam Darnold? No, 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 no. Well, Look, you better hop off Sam Darnold. He looked dude, terrible. He looked terrible. That was the worst he game he's terrible. played in a Carolina uniform by a long shot. By a long no, shot. He threw three interceptions last week. Come on. He's 17 for 41 is not good. I mean, that's atrocious. That's the worst completion percentage I've ever seen in a game that I can remember. And it's because he doesn't have his best weapon, who's one of the best players in the NFL when he's there but damn this team needs christian mccaffrey a lot more than i thought they did and it's very apparent that sam darnold is uh is not as good as i thought he was he fumbles way too much he fumbles all the time i mean it's like with jordan love fumbling that's sam darnold fumbling i think that they're gonna lose every game until week nine now without Christian McCaffrey because they they look like that. There, this was a very bad game that they could have won though. Um, but I still think that Sam Darnold needs McCaffrey a lot more than I thought he did. Yeah, well, you know, and the Minnesota dominated time of possession, thirty-seven minutes to twenty-six minutes, and you know when you can get. 140 yards out of Dalvin Cook, even though that was on 30 fucking carries. Um, it, you know, that's that that usually bodes well, right? And Kirk Cousins was out of his mind. He threw three touchdowns. Adam Thielen had a 120 plus yard game. Uh, I, I mean, you, you got caught on a good day by a good team. Minnesota is a lot better than what they see. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota's the best team no one's talking about right now, for sure, in the NFL. They are yeah. they are they are very good. That defense is stout. Um their corners are better than they were last year because they were really young last year. They were starting, I think, like three rookie corners in their rotation last year. This is now Kirk Cousins' third game this season with three touchdowns and no interceptions. And he's now sitting at uh, eleven and two, thirteen and two. Thirteen. I had to add them all up. I had just the boxes right up there, so that was, oh boy, that was rough. But now thirteen touchdowns for Kirk Cousins, and he's got seventeen hundred yards on the season. Dude, Kirk Cousins, he's having a really damn good year. Yeah, uh, dude, Kirk Cousins can play when it's at noon. Oh yeah, noon Kirk Cousins, noon Kirk Cousins, baby. Well, I'm just saying we we have. I don't think he's at any uh, main. Uh, what's it called, right? He hasn't had any uh, prime time. Uh, 
Primetime, yes. No, he's got one Monday night win now. He won one last year. And I don't know about Sunday. I think I think he has a Sunday win now. But I know he won his first Monday night game last year. That was last year. It took him that long to get there. There you have it. I, I like Minnesota, though. I do. I think they're a pretty good team. They're, they're a pretty good team. I like Kirk Cousins. I think that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen is a disgusting duo to try to uh, combo guard together. And K.J. Osborne has had a sneaky good season as well, too. He had a big day again this for them. And overtime victory, they almost blew it. They almost blew it. Minnesota is able to come through, gets the walk-off touchdown, and a pretty good victory for them after they started 0-3. Now they're 3-3, right? Yeah. I mean, they're looking impressive to me. In fact, they've looked pretty pretty impressive this entire run, though. Uh, so you got to give some props to them. Absolutely. We'll move on. Should we get into one of these blowout games or – should we do that? I think. Uh, sure. All right. Let's well, should we talk? Should we talk about your boy in his worst game of his career? Chargers. Right. Chargers. Ravens. Chargers. Yeah. Ravens. This was terrible quarterback play, by the way. I mean, between both yeah. of them, Lamar and Justin Herbert did not live up to the hype that it should have. But at least the Ravens kicked their ass. I mean, the Chargers did not show up to play this game at all. They were on the road. They're coming off a big win last week. They just beat the Browns last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that was their honeymoon victory. And you could tell. they. You want to talk about abandoning the run game. The fucking Chargers ran the ball 12 times. 12. In the entire yeah, game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Austin Eckler wasn't getting shit done. And uh, I understand that once you're behind, you got to kind of kick it into high gear and go with the passing, which is more or less what happened. Um, dude, and wait, how many times did you say Austin Eckler ran for? Uh, I think he ran, well, the, they ran the ball 12 times as a team. Uh, I yes. think he ran for like half of that probably, right? Six, yeah, six for seven yards, dude. I'm sorry. Ravens and, defense, no, that Ravens dude, defense dude, they, is nice. Six, seven yards and the long was a five yard run so realistically he ran uh five times for two yards get austin eckler the fuck out of there dude justin herbert had uh twice as many yards but he did not look good man i i don't uh disagree i love to see the roster and hear the names of the people who carry the football for the baltimore ravens now because after all their running backs got hurt they just called up whoever was sitting on the couch still and wanted so to come random, back right? and wanted to come back and play football. So they're like, hey, Devontae Freeman, come get some carries. Hey, Latavius Murray, come get a touchdown this week. Oh, did we remind you that we're going to give Le'Veon Bell eight carries this week? What? This was insane, the names that were coming out this game. And all those guys combined for really nice days together as a unit – they ran the ball for over 180 yards and dominated 17 extra minutes of time of possession on the Chargers, and they kept Justin Herbert off the field. That's just what it is, at least. Even if they didn't let him catch a rhythm, they didn't let him get anything going, and they forced him to pass the ball. Like you said, they could not run the ball, and 
they stopped it after there. They Mike Williams was on an island with uh, Humphrey, I think it was, and he only caught the ball twice. There was nothing going for the Chargers this entire game. No, and you know the crazy thing is, is that Lamar Jackson had a worse game than Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean he was nineteen for twenty-seven uh, with a uh, it touchdown and, and two interceptions and three sacks. Dude, Herbert didn't even have, he had one less than pretty much all of those outside of a touchdown. Man, like it, it's wild. Um, but the Chargers defense got exploited. Man, clearly they can't stop the run. And uh, that's something that they are going to have to figure out. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, last thing I wanted to add about Lamar Jackson. He just passed Dan Marino for the youngest quarterback or the fastest to his 35th career victory. Uh, most wins before a quarterback turning 25. And Wasn't that last week that he did that? Uh, no, after this win. He just did it. He tied him last week, obviously. Oh. And uh, Lamar Jackson is now 35-8 and eight as a starter. And you know what? Every single time he runs with that football, you shake a little bit. But he does it so much better than everyone. He's so much better than Michael Vick was at it. It's not even funny. I mean, it's not okay. even. Okay. He is. He okay. definitely is. He is. Settle down. He is 100% the best running quarterback of all time, and it's not even close. It's okay. not even close. Okay. It's not even now close. You are, you are part of that Twitter crowd that said Devontae isn't even top three. You hey, are the Nelson Aguilar. You can guy. put Mike Vick second, even though you could argue Cam Newton's probably second, but you can put Mike Vick second. Lamar's number one. It's already happened. He's got you two. Put Cam Newton above Michael Vick? May, maybe. Maybe. Get the fuck out of here. In you terms of drunk. rushing touchdowns, Cam Newton would just... You are drunk. In the red zone, Cam Newton was Derrick Henry back in the day. Well, no fucking shit, but now you're being super situational. I'm just saying as what you want to do for a running quarterback. All right? That's what I wanted. Let's move on to another game that was kind of a blowout. And we'll go to one that we were both wrong on. Okay, because I know this one for sure we were both wrong on. We, for some fucking reason, got so hype at the end of the podcast and decided to ride this Texans bandwagon that they had any chance at beating the Indianapolis Colts. And I knew that was going to piss off our cousin. And they they whooped their ass. There was no reason that we should have... We, we were way too in or over our heads on Davis Mills. And the Colts pretty much shellacked anything Houston had of a football team yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and you had impressive showings. Mainly it was Jonathan Taylor that won them that game. Uh, well, uh, he was insane. Insane. Yes. But even Carson Wentz, man, he only threw 11 catches, like 11 receptions. And he still had 223 yards. Holy fuck. I mean, I like, believe they're called completions when you're a quarterback. Like, that was the word you were looking for. Whatever. But... <laughs> whatever. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. It, you know what? It, it drives me insane that I have to compliment fucking uh, Carson Wentz. You That's know? true. That, that 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 did take a lot from you. I'm proud of you. I get it. I get it. But, I know I mean, how much you was, hate him. Talk about uh, T.Y. Hilton comeback game, dog. Do you know T.Y. Hilton's name? Didn't we do this? I, oh, I think yes, we did yes, this. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yes. 
Ah, oh, damn it. Then it's not going to be as fun. I forgot we did that. I was like, dude, I remember someone told me this T.Y. Hilton's name is not even close to what it is. And then I was like, ah, oh, that's no, you. Eugene. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looked like he was playing back at Wisconsin. I mean, he was averaging 10 yards of, 10 yards of carry, and it was just easy. Dude, uh, what are we going to do? Talk about Eugene for five more minutes? Like, let me move well, on. Uh, Eugene Marquise uh, yeah. Hilton. There, there, right. <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying, the dude just had fucking neck surgery and contemplated retirement. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be any – whatever. He had one good game against the Texans. He's going to be bad again, and it's not going to be anything. Wow. So, You're rude. T.Y. Hilton's right. always been overrated. He's always been overrated. Wow. Always. Always been overrated. Good game, Ty. Good game. I'm just not. A, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. All right. Doesn't impress me. Davis Mills doesn't impress me. Not at all. Not at all. But Mark Ingram doesn't impress me. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so okay, either. Good. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the Texans suck, man. Was that your team you were preluding as the worst team in the NFL? Yep, they're bad. They're the worst not team. Having, not having uh, Tyrod Taylor or Deshaun Watson. I mean, they're they're the worst team in the NFL. I'm sorry. It's just fact at this point. I agree. I think they are very lost as an organization. They're going to need to figure it out. Um, I've Although I'm hearing a lot of Deshaun buzz with Miami again. So I don't know. But they got to figure his whole legal situation out. But I know they're trying to work that deal out as quick as they can, too. Because... Might as well yeah, just get know, get a fresh start. This this organization just needs a fresh start. I think Deshaun coming back could be the worst thing for this organization at this point because that'll just bring more chaos and distraction. You don't want to deal with that. You know it's pretty bad when Miami is looking at their quarterback situation and then they go, well, at least Deshaun didn't sexually assault 30 women. Right, exactly. Only 27. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, 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 what? what are they going to do? What are they going to do? That's how much they hate Tua. They would rather have a guy who might go to prison than Tua at quarterback. I, it, why are they using him still? Why do they, why do they want him? Why did they draft him fifth overall if they're going to quit on him that quick? I don't know. I can't believe you still want him. I'm, uh, he wasn't worth the fifth overall pick he, he, then, and obviously he's not now. He's not worth your time or effort. Get rid of him. Josh Rosen, his ass. Oh, don't do that to Josh. Already did. Already <sighs> Should we go to your blowout that you called? We both hit on our 21-pointer. We talked about mine already. Uh, now let's go into Rams-Giants. How about that? What? Were you shocked by this one? I mean, come on. This was easily one of the, like, the most obvious blowouts. It was, I think, the biggest one of the of the whole week six, right? Um, 38-11? I'm... No, because 31-3 was the last one, so that's 28. And this is 27. Oh, damn. Just so missed. Cool. Just missed. But Danny Dimes played, but it wasn't Danny Dimes. It was Daniel Jones, actually, again. Uh, three interceptions. The Rams looked like this was a cakewalk. Stafford threw a pick, but only five of his passes hit the ground even. Cooper Cup is insane. I don't know what he did this last offseason to prepare or his training method, but 
I think I drafted him in the seventh round this year of my draft, and it has hands down been the best pick so far. Another two touchdowns, 130 yards. He's trying to make a case for himself as one of the best receivers in the NFL. Well, you know what happened to him? He got Matthew Stafford. He got Matt Stafford. He got a guy that can throw the court, uh, throw the quarterback, throw the football twice as fast as Jared Goff. Like, I mean, that's that's what he needs. He's got. He's always had sure hands, but he's always had to reach behind him uh, for any pass coming his way. And, and not to mention, uh, defenses have been able to read the quarterback play of Jared Goff. Clearly, we saw that this past week. Uh, Matt Stafford is good. We've. I don't think anyone has ever uh, argued. Well, we we've questioned some inconsistencies. We've we've questioned some inconsistencies, and we've questioned Sean McVay a little bit. But this was a good like Alabama playing the Citadel in Week Ten game, where the Rams could reset kind of and just kick the shit out of the hurt Giants, who already were one of the worst teams, and now they don't have some of their best players, and just. Get a nice morale booster for the Rams again because they needed it after a rough week the week before from Stafford, and now who they go off against next week? They move to five and one. I know, and uh, wow, they get the Lions the and Texans game. are their next two games. It's the double revenge game next week, baby. That's what's up. Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. So rank me Packers, Rams, Bucks, your top three in the NFC probably. Well, I guess maybe you can throw Cowboys in there. Shit. Should I wait until we go to the Cowboys to talk about those? Yeah. Okay, I guess we'll do it. We'll, we'll wait uh, then. Speaking of injuries, I think the Giants probably are the most. They, it's between them and the San Francisco 49ers. And the, like, and the Broncos and the Ravens, man. They're beat yeah, up. Yeah, but. It's, they are you know, beat it's, up. It's not like it's not like the Giants, dude. They just lost Kadarius Tony now, and I think it's going to be for the season. And like these are their best players mm-hmm. that are hurt. Mm-hmm. Like with the the Broncos, Ravens, and 49ers, it's just like uh, piling up of players that are injured. Right with with the Giants, it's their it's piling up, and it's of their star players. Mm-hmm. So they're they're in trouble, um, yeah. I, I, they they might they might go into like blowout game every week. They could they could do that. We'll move on to another one. I'm not going to talk about the next team that we just brought up because I want to save them for the end because there wasn't a lot of great games at the end, and I think that was one of the better ones. So we'll move on to Chiefs and Washington football team and Patrick Mahomes. Still looks human a little bit. I'm just saying. I I mean, he he did just chuck it up whenever he was looking for one of his guys down the field, whether it was Kelsey Hill, Hardman, whoever he's looking for that runs up four two five forty yard dash down the field. But threw another two picks and wasn't spotless either against the football team, whose defense we've said is very suspect now and not even suspect anymore downright terrible from last year and i wanted you to put them as the 21 point game and they didn't get it done yeah i looked out <laughs> uh it, it, dude it, just know that kansas city did 
majority of their work, though, all in the second half. Because Patrick Mahomes had a pretty abysmal first half. And uh, they're lucky that they got going because it, it, you kind of saw some some energy flowing through Taylor Heineke. And uh, you, you wondered what a big what if. Um, at the same point, it, yeah, the, the Chiefs are bad, dude. The Chiefs, I'm saying the Chiefs are bad. You have a great uh, offense, but you have an exceptionally bad defense. I wonder if they make the playoffs. Whoa, that's a bold claim. That's a bold one. I wouldn't say that. I think they're they're better than the Bengals. They are. They're right now. They're better than the Bengals. And we were just talking about the Bengals as a playoff team. I, dude, I'm I'm telling you right now. I think Cincinnati would throw all over them, and I think they can stop Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I'm just saying. I I do see Jamar Chase having a field day in that secondary with Kansas City. I I do just say a that terrible. It would defense. be it would be a big game maybe from him, but. I don't know. The it's Chiefs... the worst defense in the league. Yeah. In the le- and it's not even close. That's the scary part. It, they are... Remember when we were talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City offense and how it was, you know, arguably what had one of the best seasons of all time. This might go down as one of the worst defensive seasons of all time for a team. Is that really – that's not like Andy Reid to not have a good read on that. You know what I mean? Like, get some... Andy Reid's an offensive head coach. He do, he never does that. And another thing he doesn't do is properly run the ball. But look at how great his defenses were in Philadelphia all the time. I mean, he had yeah, Brian sure, Dawkins but... over there and uh... – That wasn't him, though. That was, how I, I believe, Howie Roseman that was drafting those guys. And I, I think they had some decent uh, coordinators as well. Um, you know, it is just is what it is at this point. They're, they're going to have to figure it out because, you know, the trade deadline isn't going to save them. Um, they have to uh, find some type of good luck charm and shine it up real bright uh, because they're they're not getting out of the first round of the playoffs if they make it. I can see it. I can see that. They're not very they don't look very competitive in the AFC for sure. Let's move on to the other team that maybe shocked us from the AFC and the still unbeaten Arizona Cardinals. Uh destroying the Browns, honestly. And oh, yeah. what a game for Kyler Murray to go out there and just do what he's been doing all season again, and that's just scoring touchdowns. AJ Green is full on back. Now, we I've been asking this like week after week when he's been good and now he's having another another week of almost 80 yards and a touchdown. AJ Green's good again. And now they have weapons all over the place. They just made another move for Zach Ertz. I mean, this team would be undefeated in 2018 and now they're undefeated still in 2021. Really, we should all be fortunate that we got a Case Keenum sighting. Baker Mayfield went down, and you had to bring in the backup, baby. Case Keenum was 13-3 and and in the NFC Championship game in 2017. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> no Nick Chubb really hurt. Uh, Kareem Hunt tried to do what he could, but again, Baker had to win this game, and he definitely got outplayed by Kyler Murray and this stacked Arizona team that is right up there for best team in the league right now. Um, and undefeated record shows it too. They can run the ball. They have only undefeated team, right? Only undefeated team still. Yep. They can run the ball and they have weapons galore on the offense with high power defense. Still, if they had Hassan Reddick on that defense still, Oh my God. I think with, uh, Justin Herbert having such a piss poor game, this also puts Kyler Murray as that front-runner MVP candidate. This is where he was. He was at week six last year, remember, too. I mean, he I was told, right up there. Week eight. We gotta, I want to see him keep going. I'm really excited for that Packer game against them uh, in a couple weeks, Thursday night on October 28th. Uh, I think that'll be a good one to see. It'll be a good test for Green Bay's defense as well because Arizona's offense is – Really good, really dynamic, and Cliff Kingsbury, he got his guy with Kyler Murray. That was big play by him to do the old Josh Rosen treatment to Josh Rosen and get the guy he knew he needed to be his quarterback. Yeah, this is um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I did not expect him to be lasting as long as he did. but Wasn't even that good at Texas Tech. No, I mean, uh, like, was didn't he go five hundred with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback? Something like that. Like, yeah, how how is he this better. great? Yeah, but obviously Patrick Mahomes is better than his record in college as well, right? Yeah, that works. That makes sense. We should move on. We'll move on now. To yeah, there's the, nothing to really talk about with most of these. Kids. That's what I mean. They were such blowouts. No, we we we're, we're good on, and it's not like we're running too quick. I mean, we're just hitting about an hour right now on recording, so. Couple games left. Uh, we'll move into Raiders Broncos. Um, Broncos are going to be just the sad team of the AFC this year because they're they're just beat up, man. And Teddy went out and threw three picks because he has no one to throw to again. <sighs> man, the Broncos could have been good, but three and zero. Now turnover, now they're three man. and three. Now they're three and Teddy, three. Uh, Teddy turnover came out to play, man, and and that really is what killed the Broncos and you know we kind of have talked about it over the past couple weeks and we mentioned it earlier today Broncos are beat up unfortunately they can't they can't do anything when you don't ooh excuse me have your best players and um I, I have a feeling this might be Vic Fangio's last year as a head coach mm. You hated to see that, but I was going to bring that up too. I was I was thinking it wasn't looking good for our boy. Uh, he had two bad challenges as well that he lost in the second half. That really like that just shows that he's outmatched. Now I, again, I still think he comes back as a DC because he's a fantastic defensive coordinator. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see though. I also want to say that Henry Ruggs is going to be the next Tyreek Hill that we have on our hands here because he's the exact same thing that they're doing in Kansas City that Derek Carr is doing with him because Derek Carr, he throws one of the best deep balls in the NFL still. I, I promise you that. He can chuck it. Keep your man crush on Derek Carr, man. Holy shit. Hey, 
He's not bad. He's not bad. I would put him in that top seven, eight category in the NFL in quarterbacks. Wild. So wild. I think I would. On a good team, I don't think this Raiders team is that good. And they just came off that John Gruden mishap from last week. This was an impressive win just for them to get a win off of that because I'm sure they had all that craziness going throughout the week. And they were able to overcome and... Now we got to see where Von Miller is going to get traded to because he's going to get traded. They just, they just said they're not going to trade him. For picks. Said, for picks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What, what are they going to get? They're not going to get any actual players. I think that's something's in the works. I, I think that that was just they wanted to say they want a guy for him. Something. Young, maybe. I think maybe. you're insane. I think you're insane. They might. But also... Uh, I just want to throw a quick shout-out to us because we shit all over John Gruden last week, and then a half hour later, he resigned. Isn't that crazy? So we we might have we did that. Catalyst. We might have been the we part. We said, fuck you, and might've got been. that ball rolling. Yeah, what a fucking ass, dude. What an ass. Uh, we'll move on to the best game that was later on in the day. That's a wonderful way to phrase it. <laughs> I will now do, we'll start this. Remember the segment I wanted to start last week? So we'll start that. Trayvon Diggs, did he play? Yes. Did he get an interception? Yes. Did he take it to the house? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck, man? How does he do it every week? What is, what is he on right now? Statistically, he's giving up a lot of big plays. I will say that. And he's not maybe perfect like we all think but his ball instinct skills right now and his ability to return a ball after the catch is insane on another level it's seven interceptions now yeah he's um he's going off right and uh i don't know what number of pick six he is on uh but it's quite a lot and uh yeah, I, I can't uh, – hold on. He, he had a, I think he set a record from what I'm reading with this. Well, I think it's his oh. third pick six of the year. Second pick six of the season. Oh, that's it? Oh, wait. Yeah, no, second pick six of the season. Uh... We just looked that up last week. I probably should have knew that, huh? I think he only had yeah, one. Yes, yes. But, uh, but he is he – is, why do teams throw to him? At this point, why do you even get remotely close? You know that dude is a ball hawk, and he knows exactly where to put, place himself uh, to snag that ball in. So stop throwing that way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what else to what else to say about that. It's it's an uncanny. It's a video game number of interceptions. That's the crazy part. It's so many, like. If you get seven in a season, that's a lot in a season, right? And to get that in six weeks, that's got to be a modern-day record of some sorts. When's the last time we've seen anything like that? He became the second player in the Super Bowl era with seven interceptions in the first six games of a season, joining Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Rod Woodson in 1993. Wow. So that's, that's what I'm saying. He's doing some historic stuff in Dallas, and the team is a lot better than I thought, I think, too. Because this was a good game from 
beginning to end, but Dak Prescott is he, when they drafted CD Lamb, he loved that one because that weapon for him to complement Amari Cooper has been nothing but amazing. A big game, including the walk-off touchdown. I I'm impressed with these Cowboys right now. Well, and CeeDee Lamb had a fucking fantastic game altogether. He had 150 yards, dude. Like, what what else can you ask for? Dude, Dak Prescott, though, putting up some fucking ridiculous numbers. 445 yards, three touchdowns. Damn. Uh, also, it, you got some good play off the running backs. It, you know, Dak Prescott had 10 yards himself. Uh, Pollard had 41. Ezekiel Elliott had 69. Nice. Nice. Um, altogether... This team looks really good. And when you have the defense that they have, which, again, I'm slapping myself on the hand because I thought their defense was shit. I told uh, you they were good. Out, told you they were good. You did not know they were this good. So I was on three-man weave telling you that this defense was going to be good. And Chris was telling me how he's not sold on this defense and they have been nothing but outstanding even since that point all right all right i have the tapes i do want to slow the roll on the cowboys from the dallas morning news this is what i wanted to bring up about this this is the headline because i only read the headline not only because it's so foolish but you need to have access to read it and i'm not going to pay to read the dallas morning news i don't care but this is the headline how mike mccarthy isn't far removed from Bill Belichick in the hiring. Like, or, or it, how the hiring of Mike McCarthy isn't far removed from Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Dude. And then they had a whole, like, analytics chart that then it was like, subscribe here to see more. But I don't even want to give a shit about the analytics that Mike McCarthy has ever done. Don't you dare disrespect Bill Belichick, disrespect. Disrespect Aaron Rodgers. Disrespect the Green Bay Packer fandom to ever even come close to comparing Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick. That was my rant. That was my rant. That was... Don't... Mike McCarthy goes for force at Thanksgiving. Bill Belichick watches film. Alright? That's what they do on Thanksgiving. Don't compare the two at all. Ridiculous. Oh my god. Hard to argue there. I I have nothing more on this game unless you uh, Mac Jones, you know what? Impressive game from him to go up against the Cowboys who are a very good team. Now let's actually go into this real quick. Rank these teams from five and one teams with your Cowboys, Packers, Rams, Bucks. Right now, rank those four, one to four from the five and one teams in the NFC. Cowboys, Packers, Rams, Bucks. All right, give me Rams number one. Give me Packers number two. Give me Bucks three and Cowboys four. That's probably right around where I would go with it. I um I'm tempted to flip the Rams and the Bucks. To be honest, I think the Packers could be better than the Rams. Maybe I I'm tempted to flip uh, Tampa and Green Bay. Uh, and, because I, there are things that I'm still concerned about. I know we, that they were doing pretty well uh, this past season, past season, past week. 
but there were a couple of concerning plays uh, to start off that game with the Bears. And, um, you know, especially if that O-line uh, gets less healthy, you know, they, they lost uh, Josh, uh, Josh Meyer, the center, rookie center, and brought in Lucas Patrick. Uh, you know, we, we just kind of have to wait and see on that. I, I agree. And I think the Bucks are just, they, they had a lull against, the, a little hiccup in that game against the Rams. You know, they're playing at SoFi. That was a big game. I don't even think, even think you call it a hiccup. I think they didn't give a shit because it's the regular season. They're waiting for the off season, or rather the playoffs. I agree. Let's move into Sunday night. Geno Smith's Sunday night football start for the Seattle Seahawks against the Steelers. And he didn't even look that bad, honestly. The Steelers no, the Steelers suck. I, I mean, we can full-on go there and just say that the Steelers are frauds if they're playing like this. But we were so close to having a Geno Smith Sunday night football comeback. That would have been amazing. That would have been headlines galore over there. That would have been, oh, dude, imagine the headlines of, New York thinking they should have stayed with Geno Smith instead of Zach Wilson or something maybe and just all the turmoil that would have caused I I was really upset we didn't get to see it but Seattle's obviously not a better team than Pittsburgh when Geno Smith's their quarterback yeah and I'm about ready to put the done chain on Seattle even if Russell Wilson comes back um their their defense is just atrocious too shocker uh the thing that I, I watched a bunch of was the Steelers play. First of all, Najee Harris, bust. Uh, he's a bust. Um, he only had about like three yards of carry against that fucking Seattle defense. You should have been going for closer to six yards. You, you could have doubled that. Also, Ben Roethlisberger loves the pump fake. That's all that he did. He was trying to get the tuck rule going, even though it's not in – the NFL rules anymore. That's all that I saw. I think it's because Ben Roethlisberger gets like that arm fat caught on like that love handle fat, like right above it right here. Like I, you might not know because you're not as fat as me, but that like right by I'm the armpit, there. by that oblique up there gets caught on the bicep and he just has to pump fake because otherwise it wouldn't go well. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What? So what you're saying is Ben Roethlisberger needs a push-up bra for his arm? He might. If any quarterback in the NFL does, it's him. All right. <laughs> the Steelers' defense, though, is legit. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is just that. That trade was so good for them. That he's really been an all-star Pro Bowler, rather for him. And T.J. Watt coming out and getting another two sacks as well. They had, I think, five or six as a team total. This is a very good defense. They just need to completely blow up the offense, I think, and whatever weapons they can get throughout next year and the off season. Uh, that that's what they should be going all in on. I don't even think you need to blow up the offense. I think you need to let Ben walk. He's old. He's busted and beat up. And unfortunately, you know, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he doesn't deserve to be on a football field anymore. Not and anymore. He's, he's just so old. He's not Get even the there. dead horse that you beat. He was the dead horse that is carcassed now and he has is, been eaten by the vultures on, that you are still hitting with the baseball bat. He is the horse that is on the conveyor belt waiting to go into the glue factory. Uh, he is old. And um, also, too, man, DK Metcalf fucking it up for the Seattle team right at the end. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say that I would. I, I'm not. I haven't been a fan of DK. I think he's very one-dimensional as a player. He can only run the straight routes. I mean, he's really good at it. Don't get me wrong. He's really good at it. I think he's a little overrated. I think Russell Wilson's such a good quarterback that he can run around, and DK Metcalf can find a way to get open. Um, Tyler Lockett was really abysmal as well in this game. I wanna. I wanna see. The Seattle team blown up again, too, because I don't think Russell Wilson really wants to be there anymore because this is showing that this team is not very good. Yeah, I think their best bet is to trade him. I know that seems insane because he's a franchise quarterback and everything that he's done for the city, but there's just no saving Seattle, and I don't think there's anything they can do, especially given the situation that their division is in. It's, it's the best division in the sport. Might be. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it, it sure as hell seems that way, right? So they're in they're in deep shit. Uh, I you know what? Um, going back to DK Metcalf, he bothers me. So his uh, his on field antics uh, remind me of Golden Tate. And how much he annoyed the shit out of me. Fucking hated Golden Tate. Fuck yeah. Golden Tate. So that that's where I'm at with uh, DK Metcalf. All right. Should we preview some Monday night a little bit? We got a little bit of extra time on here, like you said. So yeah. let's let's go into it just a little bit. Bills versus Titans. These are this is a big game for the Bills to try to get or the Titans to try to make sure that. 
people aren't sleeping on him again because I think they've had a couple of performances this year that have questioned the Titans and how good are they actually. And maybe this could be a game for the Bills to really whoop on a team that's not quite terrible and maybe is somewhat good and really establish themselves as the lead dog in the AFC. Yeah, dude, uh, we're, we're going to have to see what's going on. It looks like uh, the Bills are going to go in healthy. They got all their players going. Uh, Tennessee's got a lot of questionables. You know, um, what's it, A.J. Brown, uh, Rodgers, their other wide receiver is questionable. So, like, it, it's going to be going to be a good game, I think. I, I, I think Buffalo wins it. I, I'm not... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Tennessee kind of, like, snuck one out. Over under 112 yards, Derrick Henry. Rushing. Ooh. I'm going to say under. Okay. I think if uh, if Buffalo's winning it, they have to put a lock on Derrick Henry, and that's going to be the best way to do it. They've definitely improved with their run defense, too. I also think Buffalo is the favorite to win this one. I I would take them as well, too. I get it. I think they're playing in Tennessee, but I don't think that... Yeah, that doesn't doesn't affect me. Josh Allen's been amazing this year. He's going to continue to dominate, I think. Let's let's get into our picks for next week. Let's do it. All righty. So just a quick recap. We were both 11-4 last week hitting on our uh, our blowout bets. So uh, that we have that going for us. And making our season totals 61 and 27 for myself and uh, 58 and 30 for you. Are we, uh, so, wait, sorry, say that one more time. For the totals? Yeah. 61 and 27 for, for good old Dave. Okay. And 58 and 30 for you. Okay, we're right there, though. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, Three games is, is decent enough, I think. And uh, we're both 2 and 1 on the 21-pointers? I don't think I've missed. I'm, no, you are 2 and 1. And you're 3 and 0? Yeah. Wow, I'm that's not. that's pretty impressive for us, I think. That's, that's hard to pick a 21-point blowout. Like, yours wasn't last week with the Rams and Giants, but... I'm just saying, pretty good for us to pick the teams that are going to kick the ass of the other team, I think, too. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I, I think we're doing pretty good, and it's especially, like, uh, we're, we're making it challenging. It's not a two-point, uh, like, a two-score blowout. It's a three-score. That's a, that's a hard get. Let's do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. 21 points, that's a lot. So let's start it up with Thursday night, right? Yeah, uh, Denver versus Cleveland. Ugly loss for Cleveland to Arizona, but they're going to be back home. Hopefully Nick Chubb is healthy again. Um, Baker Mayfield's going to need to show up against the Broncos. They do have somewhat of a good defense still, but I think Cleveland's going to win this one. I think Denver's too beat up. I don't think they have the offense to go with Cleveland's defense. I'm not going to say it's the 21-point blowout game yet, though. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, I, I do think... Um, it, you know what? It's hard though because uh, I, I'm worried about Bay, Baker Mayfield's injury. You know, he has a, a dislocated shoulder, so I, I don't know whether or not they plan on playing him. It hey, sure K- Case like Keenum? It. Case Keenum's got to be one of the best backups in the NFL, right? Uh, He's got to be mean, up I there. Feel, 
I would feel that he's in the top 10. Am I going to put him in the top five? I'm going to say no. All right, we'll look at that for next week. Okay. Um, it, it's it's hard. Uh, I, I'll go with Cleveland. I, I think that they eke one out, though. I don't think uh, they... Thomas had to pause there because he had to cough. Next time, just do it on the goddamn recording. Be Why? No, I didn't want to... It was going to be really loud and aggressive. I didn't want you to... That's all I want. Lose some thunder. So. <laughs> I don't, you fucker. <laughs> Go on. My, uh... Go on. All right. Next game. All right. Next game. Washington football team versus Green Bay Packers. Yeah. You know what? I don't know how many times I'm going to have the opportunity to throw it on the game like this. I'm going to throw my 21-pointer on the Packers. I'm going to root for it. I, yeah. I think that this offense can move the ball on that shit Washington football defense. And I think our defense is good enough to go up against their offense. I'm going to put it on the Packers. I might regret it. I might jinx them. But I'm not going to have really many opportunities to do it this season, so I'm putting it on the Packers. Yeah, I was wondering uh, if you were going to do it, and if you weren't, I was definitely going to as, uh, as well. Um, so, oh well, I guess I'll I'll wait for a different one. But, yeah, I, I think Green Bay easily handles this Washington team. They're just bad. They better. Uh, they not, better. If not, we got bigger problems. Big time. All right, now we got an actual good game. Cincinnati versus Baltimore. Um, Yeah, divisional game. This could be interesting. This could definitely be a game where Joe Burrow really tries to throw his hat in the ring of fighting for an MVP spot maybe against the Ravens if he's able to prove something. But it is in Baltimore, and Lamar didn't even play well last week, and they whooped the Chargers. So that raises concerns for the Bengals in my eyes. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they're going to come out on top against the Bengals. It's the safe bet from what happened last week. Lamar didn't even play good. So expect Lamar to play good and bounce back this next week. I agree. I think Lamar Jackson is just uh, going to be adding to his numbers. And uh, I, I think you're going to see a hiccup game by Joe Burrow. I think this seems like a game that he could have more interceptions, like one in one touchdown, two interceptions, and really kind of be like, whoa, there, there's the Joe Burrow that we saw last year. Also, shout um, out Lamar Jackson getting his number retired at Louisville. Number okay. eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game, Kansas City versus Tennessee. Yeah, this has got to be... Uh, I wish we could see Tennessee play tonight first. I uh, That that would make a lot of difference in my head. I want to say the Chiefs, but maybe Tennessee does something crazy today. I wouldn't be surprised. And that Chiefs defense is pretty bad, man. And Tennessee's defense could maybe just throw a deep safety back there or whatever. They figure it out. Oh, gosh. That would put the Chiefs at three and four. I don't know if they're going to get to that mark. I'll take the Chiefs. All right. Uh, coming in with the Chiefs. I'm having a conundrum as well on this game. It's tough. I think Tennessee maybe could. I'm not going to be surprised, but I think Kansas City's a safe pick. I'm behind three games. i got to try and make them up if you switch it up, but I'm going to go Kansas right. City. I'll, I'll throw you a bone, and if not, then 
uh, you know, go big or go home. I'll take Tennessee. I think Derrick uh, Henry can easily scorch this defense. And if they're running it with success, that means they're going to eat up a bunch of time of possession. And that means less Patrick Mahomes on the field. I think uh, I- I'm going to take the Tennessee route. All right, next up, it's Atlanta versus Miami. Atlanta versus Miami, the all-who-gives-a-shit bowl. Because I will probably – this is probably the worst game we're going to see all year. Oh, I don't know about that. The worst game? <laughs> like, it's definitely going to be boring. Uh, this is as our – uh, cohorts on uh, pardon the interruption would say this is the game that red zone forgot i can almost guarantee it i don't want to watch this one at all um i don't know who to pick dolphins just lost to the jaguars man they seem like they're in a rough spot and i hate that because i thought brian flores was really turning that team around but realizing that it was just fitz magic now i'm gonna take the falcons i think the falcons might be a better team they have shown some offense the last few weeks they just came off a bye they've had a couple of weeks now to rest and react to it i think they might catch a win against miami Uh, man you know what and looking at the rest of these games going forward there's got to be a road team that's gonna win so uh, i i i think i'm gonna have to say that as well this is the, the only one that i feel confident enough on because oh, I take that back. There's one other one too, but um, yeah, shit. Hey, shit. you you know what? I just convinced you to pick the Falcons, so you better pick the Falcons. Yeah, I I, I see, and I want to pick the Miami because Miami. I, I actually think Tua had a decent game last week, or yesterday rather. So maybe maybe he does eke one out, but it, you know, having that bye week, I think does. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's got a pretty good record coming off of a bye week as well so I, all right i, I think uh him and cordero patterson are gonna light it up in sunny south beach mvp all sleeper right. mvp sleeper next up new york jets versus new england patriots oh god again like this is just a game that could get real sloppy with the two rookie quarterbacks uh mac jones you know what is he gonna do that's like gonna wow your socks off not much and zach wilson it's gonna just be the throws that wow you are gonna be to the other team so i will say that the patriots defense is gonna get to zach wilson i don't think he's ready to i don't think bill belichick is gonna let himself lose to zach wilson uh this is new england all day dude bill belichick lives for beating the shit out of the new york jets there's no way that he loses this game I, I can't even when's the last time bill belichick lost to the jets look that up uh, as i continue to divulge and uh expose on this game because the hoodie is going to get nuts and he's going to have some pretty uh i think he's going to have some a new playbook for mac jones going into this game something uh, a couple of extra plays here and there that is going to make mac jones look like the best rookie quarterback that he's been uh, right now. I think he is the best rookie quarterback. I I feel pretty confident in saying that. The most NFL ready, for sure. Looking at it right now, oh my God. I I have to, I'm like, (laughs) 
going through the game logs. Oh, here it is, right here. Um, so they lost in overtime to the Jets um, in 2015. They Holy also shit. also lost in overtime in 2013. Since 2011, he has not lost in regulation to them. And it looks like um, since like that 2001 season, one, two, three, four, five, six losses, seven losses to them. That's it. Since 2001. Yeah, that's uh, that's like Aaron Rodgers and the Bears type numbers right there. <laughs> I fucking own you. Own you. Yes, he does. And uh, I want to say that 2013 season, isn't that the one that Brady got hurt and Ryan Mallett came in? Um. Well, first of all, I think it was Matt Castle. Oh, you're right. You're right. Matt Castle. And I think it was sooner than that. I would say that's sooner. I wanted. To, I would bet that's like 2011. All right, all right, well, regardless. Next up, Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. Yeah, that's uh, that's got to be a bounce-back game for Carolina. Please, Sam Darnold, do not make me regret making this pick, because if they lose, I won't pick them the rest of the season, probably. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. They should win this game. They should win this game. I am not taking the New York Giants the rest of the way. They suck every time I pick them. They have fucked me over uh and i I think sam darnold needs a comeback game oh god it pains me to say that all right yep give me carolina next up philadelphia versus las vegas philadelphia versus las vegas Derek carr is going to outplay jalen hurts the entire game from beginning to end the secondary in Philadelphia will not be able to contain Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller, whoever plays. I'm not picking the Eagles. I don't like them at all. I don't like Jalen Hurts. Give me the Raiders. I think you got to take the Raiders because uh, the Raiders played pretty damn well uh, with their interim head coach. And uh, what, what's his name? Rich. Uh, what, what the fuck? Oh, shit. It's Rich Bisaccia. Uh, yeah, fuck that Italian name. I cannot pronounce that at all. I, I want to say it's Bisaccia. So Rich Bisaccia, though, uh, gave them some love, and I think uh, the Raiders are going to do anything they can to throw more middle fingers at John Gruden going forward because uh, this would have been that season that uh, you know potentially saved John Gruden's season, right? Because he sucked it up so many times before this. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give some love to the old LB. All right, next up, it's the double revenge game. Detroit versus Los uh, Angeles Rams. Um, There's not really going to be much revenge from both sides. I would say that um, if I didn't pick the Packers, this would probably be my 21-point favorite again. Um. This should be Rams all day. I'm sorry, Dan Campbell. Please do it for me and make me wrong, but there's no way. Yeah, this is all L.A. Rams, and uh, I, this would probably be my second uh, 
plus 21 as well. But um, I have a better choice, so I'm going to go with that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised uh, that I'm surprised how home heavy we are. We went super road heavy last week, and now it is has flip flopped on us. Just got to play uh, the cards how you dealt, man. Yeah, no shit. Uh, so I, I think I think it's pretty obvious though that the LA Rams are gonna destroy Detroit. We'll see how competitive though the Lions can be. Next up, it's uh, the Chicago Chicago Bears and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Chicago Bears and the Tampa Bay Bucks. This is going to be the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Chicago Bucks by the end of it because they will be owning them. I think Tom Brady should be all on Justin Fields' ass. How? When does Tom Brady lose to rookie quarterbacks? I don't think he does that. So I'm taking Tampa Bay. Again, easy. Yep, easy pick. Tampa Bay, they're going to crush them. The Bears suck. The Bears still suck, and the Bears will always suck. All right, next up, this is my 21-point blowout. Houston versus Arizona. Why do you get to pick Houston every week? That's cheating. That's, wait, wait, wait. We didn't do did that last week. Time? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. We I picked them to the win Giants. last week. We picked them to win last week. I was just being an asshole. <laughs> That's all it was. Uh, yeah, no shit. I don't even remember who we were talking about Houston was playing, but I think they're going to lose to them. That's that's how bad I think Houston is. <laughs> I, I don't, I, who are they playing? Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah, they're fucked, man. <laughs> There's no way. No chance. Yeah, th- dude, this this does not bode well for Houston, and they're uh, they're going on the road to Arizona. There's there's just no way. I'm going. I'm gonna think that Arizona flirts with 50 points. Really? They might they might score 47, 49. I I, I think so. I think this is just too fast of an offense. It just too fast of a team. I'll let you go seven there. points for 40. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> seven points for 40. What, I, so is that negative seven? If they don't boss? hit 40, yeah, you get yeah, negative seven. That. What? <laughs> yeah, right. You said I, flirt with 50. I gave you 40. I'm I'm taking my odds. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, dude, there's just nothing Houston can do. And uh, to, to slow down Kyler Murray in that offense. So, yep. And uh, we're not doing the Monday night games anymore. Just thought we'd throw that out there. It's a real bitch for me to have to kind of go back and review everything. Uh, so, it's also better and more streamlined for our shit if we just wrap it up with the Colts at the 49ers. Colts and 49ers. 49ers didn't play this week, huh? They had a bye? Yes, they did. Hmm. Colts just whooped on the Texans. Probably good morale booster for Carson. If Trey Lance is going to be at the quarterback from now on, I think they're pretty confident. They got him off a of bye week too. He could have a really nice game. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna say the 49ers are going to beat the Colts. I agree. I think the 49ers are beating the the Colts. Colts were playing the the Texans. It's not anything more than that. Uh, though I think they played it pretty close with Baltimore, so maybe they made make it interesting. But I, I don't see that. They have to go to the West Coast, man. You know that's gonna tire them out. And uh, yeah, 
give give me the 49ers. Awesome. All right. So looking at it, uh, we don't have much parity. It's pretty similar. I think it's just throughout. that Tennessee and Kansas City, right? Yep, and our blowout bets. So uh, this, it looks like we're going to live and die by the sword uh, this week. Uh, we'll kind of wait and see what happens. I, you know what? I, I can easily see Washington keeping it close with Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay has some terrible red zone defense, man. If Washington football team gets down there, you might not be too happy with that uh, blowout bet. Well, Green Bay's red zone defense is so historically bad that I think it has to stop eventually. And Washington football team might be the worst offense they go up against. They do have Scary Terry in a little bit, but they also are the worst defense. They're going up in a while. And Green Bay is putting up 28 points, or 24 points, rather, right, on Chicago, which is a pretty good defense still. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a field day. In Lambeau, too? Come on. Look, I'm not doubting that the Packers are going to win. I'm... I'm Wondering if it's 18 rather than 21. <laughs> and maybe that's just uh, me hoping. <laughs> so Damn right. I Damn right. Score some extra points on you. Um, and and I, I did double check. I only picked Houston. Uh, I picked against Houston one other time, and that was on our first uh, bets when Buffalo played them. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, easy. Said, easy. Yeah, it, it, it was the two you know, the two most high-powered offenses. But, you know, it is what it is. You didn't take it. I didn't take them. I didn't take them. All right, whatever. Uh, Let's get to these quick hits. Let's get to quick hits here. Let's go. All right, right. quick hit number one. Postseason in the MLB. Uh, Brewers were eliminated. Did we talk about that last time? Were they still in? I think they were still in, right? uh, I want to say yes. Yeah, they were still in. They're not anymore. Braves, though, are up 2-0 currently on the Dodgers. We'll know who is in the World Series probably by our next podcast. Um, We might even do a special World Series episode to dedicate it back to baseball for a day on, like, a Thursday or something maybe or whatever. We can plan that. Another half episode. We haven't done a half episode in a while. Um, But it's been heating up real quick. Red Sox just hit two grand slams in a game the other night, and Astros are good again fuck those guys i hope they don't win but oh come on dude dusty baker no fuck the astros I love dusty fuck baker. the astros no no way okay all right fine fine you can say fuck the astros but if they win you have to be happy for dusty baker no don't have to don't have to for shit next up i told you i was gonna be a hockey fan this season seattle kraken one one and one baby let's go Second in the Pacific Division after three games. They're down right now to uh, Philly, I think. But, hey, it's it's the fourth game ever. We'll get there, all right? Okay, we'll get there. Just wanted to update yeah, people dude. on that. Dude, what can I say? The NHL season is cracking. Mm. That was <laughs> so gross. That was disgusting. No. Uh, and tomorrow the Bucks kick off, man. City of Champions is back in ring ceremony. Giannis will be in attendance, dropping forty points probably. Um, I'm excited. I'm I wanna I wanna watch Bucks basketball again. Uh, I gotta find somewhere to go over here in Madison. 
see where they're going to be playing it. But definitely going to go out and watch that tomorrow. So I'm excited. That was all I got. All right. Well, let's be, uh, talk about the NBA season by wrapping up the WNBA season. Shout out to the Chicago Sky. Candace Parker, dude, having a pretty legendary season uh, for Chicago. They came in as the fifth seed, I think, or the sixth seed, and uh, led them with a win against the Phoenix Mercury and Diana Taurasi. So I just want to throw a little bit of love out there because I actually watched some of the WNBA playoffs, and they were good games. You know, this, despite what everyone wants to make it out to be, yeah, you know, so we see the hokiness of the WNBA a lot of the times, but they actually can play some really good matchups. And uh, we saw that with the WNBA Finals this past season. Um, so, yeah, shout-out to the Chicago Sky. All right. Do we get to uh, claim next... that title as Milwaukeeans? I mean, I guess, if you want to. Yeah, I don't want to. It's all right. Go on, move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, also, want to talk about the MLB playoffs. Dude, how can you have a, a 17-game winning streak and then fire your manager? The Cardinals did that with Mike Schilt last week. That was a weird not... fire. That was a weird one. Yeah, and they said it was because of phil- philosophical differences. Whatever that might mean. I don't know if there's something more nefarious that they hadn't seen, but uh, yeah, dude, what is that about? I don't know. I, I thought that was weird, too, when I saw he got fired, and I I thought the Cardinals were a scary team, and they lost to a walk-off home run, right? I mean, they were virtually you about to win guy. that. Yeah. Our guy. Who's our guy? Daniel Vogelbach. Walk-off grand slam. That, not in the playoffs. I don't care. I'm talking about. Oh, not okay. Him. All right. Fine. Go ahead. Move I'm on. I'm talking about. We haven't mentioned him, fucking in forever. I know Let's it's Daniel Vogelbach. The, he might be. He might never play for the Brewers again. So it's sad. No, no, no. He's he's going to play. He's not a, a free agent. We have one more year. Yeah. Fucking bet. Let's go, Dan. Fucking Vogelbach, baby. Let's go. All right. I have one more thing, uh, and this is a whole multitude of things surrounding Washington's ceremony for the retirement of sean taylor uh first of all fuck you mahomes uh what's his name jackson Uh, jackson mahomes for dancing on uh the now deceased washington player uh like dude that's just not cool i don't care what you think you know i i heard other people were kind of joking about it and maybe i wouldn't uh, be so pissy if I, I didn't think that there was more bullshit coming from the Washington side of things because they only recently announced this Jersey retirement ceremony I want to say three days before the actual game so last thir- Wednesday or Thursday and there is a, a large contingency myself included that Washington did this as a PR ploy just to kind of get out uh, over the the emails that are about to be released on the Washington side of things. Uh, And I want to say, if that is the case, that they are exploiting uh, Sean Taylor's death to try to 
dodge some criticism from the public, then really just got to say fuck you to the Washington football team. Hey, that would be and crazy. We don't know anything yet. We don't know anything yet. But that would be nuts. I, that would be nuts. I, I, that would be nuts. I, I, that would be crazy. It would be nuts. But that would be crazy. Hey, I wouldn't put it past Dan Snyder. I'm not going to lie. But well, let's – well, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. Yeah, so I just want to say that. And hopefully uh, we can get the same type of result that we did last week. And by me absolutely shitting on Washington and Dan Schneider, uh, maybe he decides to sell the team by come next episode. I don't know about that. But we'll see. All right. That's it. That's all we got. Awesome. That was quick hits. Let's go. All right. We're still right around the same time. So perfect timing on that. Even though the week was a little bit slower with news and games, there was some cool things to talk about. Um, obviously, there's some big matchups in the NFC right now. We got some powerhouses at the top. Uh, we don't really know who the best team is yet. We know who the worst team is. It's the Houston Texans. We are in agreement on that. That's what we can tell after this episode of Down the Wire. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I don't know, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, thechairshot.com. Fuck you, Jackson Mahomes. Peace. Came out bussin', came out buffin', came out fuckin' on your cousin. I do all these bruises, worse than they daddy. But you love her, you in trouble. I'm the sending, I'm gon' bother to a setting. That's your busy, it ain't shit. I went shopping, left it running. Check my honeys, check my onion. We watch cable and my auntie, cause my papa wasn't trapping. But my uncle, brother, certain. Mr. Magic, Billy, Bashin', Mr. Magic, Billy, Bashin'. Miss me with that local patient. On the nickel, get it crackin'. I'm not surprised, I'm on the rise, been on the ride. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.